Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you love cars, you already know about the Vintage Grand Prix. If you're crazy about cars, maybe you've heard about it but haven't been there. If you race cars, you certainly know about it. But the thing is, it's a 10-day extravaganza that really gives you an opportunity to get up close and personal, not only seeing these vehicles, but talking to the people who own them and also going to car shows and races and having an opportunity to support local charities all at the same time. And the executive director of the Greater Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix is Dan Del Bianco, and we are delighted to have him with us here on KDK. Dan, how are you? I am great, Rick. I love that you use the word extravaganza. That probably fits it very it's well. It's 10 days, though, Dan. I mean, I know a lot of people put together an event for a weekend or things like that. You not only bracket two weekends, but you fill everything in in between as well. How long did it take for the Grand Prix, though, the Vintage Grand Prix, to get to this size? It wasn't always 10 days, was it? Yeah, it's like Mardi Gras on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 10 days for... Well, we had, like you said, we had the weekends, but in order to fill it in in the middle, it wasn't until a couple of years ago when we brought on the Passport to Elegance Jet Center party to kind of fill in on that Thursday and and take everything. We used to use Thursday as the day off, and and now it's one of the biggest parties of the year. We'll be up at the the Butler Airport on Thursday, July 20th. So, yeah, yeah, it's 10 straight days, and there's there's a couple of days where we have two events. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, things actually, to, to some extent, I guess you could say, actually already kicked off, right? I mean, you had something back in June as well with a car show that was at the uh, terminal on the Strip. I guess that's sort of part of it, but that's really more a, a primer, right, to say, hey, this is what we can expect. This is sort of what's coming up. Have you got, as you see all these incredible cars and you see all these amazing restorations, and some of them are still, you know, original as can be, have you got sort of a favorite or whether it's a make and model that is sort of the sweet spot for you personally? I'm a big Shelby guy, mm. GT40, yeah. Shelby Cobra. And uh, the Shelby Convention is actually joining us this year. Is that right? Again, they were here in 2019, and yeah. they'll be with us that first weekend up at Pit Race. And, uh, yeah, I got to say that the GT40 and the, and the Cobra is right there is my favorite. Yeah, so take us through. If somebody doesn't really know what the Vintage Grand Prix is all about, they hear Grand Prix and they think car race, you do that, but there's a whole lot more to it. So how would you tell somebody or sell somebody on the idea they need to know more about you? So I would say everyone knows about the Shenley Park Race Weekend, where we put 3,000 cars on the golf course and race 125 vintage cars through the streets. That is still the trademark of the Grand Prix. That is still the biggest part of what we do. But we've put eight days in front of that. Um, and we start off with racing out at Pit Race, the old Beaver Run in, mm-hmm. in Beaver County. It's a fabulous track, and it's it's world class. And there's karting, and there's a VDA, and there's a million things to do out there. So we race the cars out there that are too big and too fast for Shenley Park. Yeah, like the Shelby. I mean, it's like a two and a half or a, almost a three mile track, right? I mean, it's a, it's a big yeah. big course. 
it yeah, they expanded it about five or six years ago now. It's tremendous. Yeah. And uh, you, their their calendar is booked with, with races and car clubs and everyone coming up there. So you've got two race weekends. And then in between, we fill it in with parties and parades from a, a black tie party, uh, Walnut Street car show. We have uh, a cruise in, on Tuesday on the waterfront. We've got another new event called the uh, the Sewickley Stampede and Roundup in downtown Sewickley that we're doing on Tuesday night. So we actually have two events going on because Pittsburgh really is a car community. Mm. People love their cars here, and we find ways to get them into all the different communities that we can. So if they're coming out and you go to Sewickley, will, will you see the same cars that maybe you would have seen at the Waterfront Car Cruise or at the Invitational at Walnut Street? Or are these going to be different cars, different eras, different, you know, that it's a, one's a domestic and another would be internet? I mean, how is it broken up? How do you decide who's going where? So you'll see mostly different cars at the events. There's a couple of stars. Mm. You know, we've got our the Z06, the, the 2023 Z06 that we're doing a sweepstakes with. You'll see that at a couple of events. And because Shelby is the, is the key, you're going to see a couple of uh, maybe the same rare ones because we, we get them into town and we use them. Uh, Ferrari's the mark of the year. We've got some Ferraris that might appear at one or two events. But in essence, to answer your question, it's it's different cars for the different events. Mm-hmm. And some of them have even the actual race cars that show up. Right, right. So when you go back through, I mean, how far back are you going in history? What are you calling vintage? Because I know there's a lot of debate, oh, well, it's not vintage unless it's, you know, 1930s or 1960s is vintage or 1980. I mean, you were talking cars that were built in the 80s are now 50 years old. What are you calling vintage? Exactly. It's a sliding scale. And so for the longest time, 1960 was the line Mm. because the vintage sports car of America was formed. And so they've looked at anything before that as vintage. That's kind of moved and it's slid. And so for us, that that still holds pretty true for Shenley Park. You really don't have many cars made in the 60s or 70s that were racing on those city streets. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some continuations, et cetera, but it's, it's basically cars from the 60s, and it's a lot of European sports cars. Yeah. The American cars of the 60s were just, just too big to handle those. Those were big muscle cars, streets. right? I mean, that they're not going to be. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. It's they, not going to fit. But, yeah, this, this, the scale does slide every year, and, and a lot of times it's waiting for the next version of cars to kind of be eligible, and you can see it within the vintage racing world. And it's a, it's a big community. Yeah. worldwide of vintage cars they just had the Le Mans classic over the weekend and a couple of pittsburgh racers were out there as well and so yeah it's it's a sliding scale dan del bianco joining us from the pittsburgh vintage grand prix if uh people are looking to see uh sort of a ballpark is there any way to estimate what some of these vehicles are worth i mean i realize that you know a ferrari is going to be different than you know somebody's classic chevy but is there is is there a ballpark or even a range that you can give us in terms of what these vehicles are worth we're going to have a handful of cars here that are worth a couple of a couple of million but it's it's not as if you're going to see the value of cars you see maybe at the Pebble Beach Concours mm-hmm. and other places, because the big difference here is that all of these cars are being driven, whether it's in the race or up on the show field or to all of the different events. It's 
It's cars that are being used. And, and even a lot of our car shows, if you've got a, a brand new Porsche 911, you know, there's a spot in the car show for you. It's vintage is certainly the name of the event, but a lot of our events, the, the tune up party and Walnut street and others, there are some, some new cars in there as well. Are some of these daily drivers, people still driving them every day? I don't know if, if the cars that are in the shows are daily drivers. They certainly get them out during the, the summer months. Yeah, right, right. Got it. Well, Dan, looking forward to another great year as uh, we wish you nothing but luck. How much money have you raised over the year for, for Pittsburgh Charities? So we, uh, two years ago, surpassed the $6 million mark and uh, are looking to get to that $7 million mark uh, probably next year. It's a big Tremendous. fundraiser for for autism charities, and this will be our 41st year. Tremendous. Congratulations on everything that you're doing. I think I have my math wrong a little bit. The cars in the 80s are now 40 years old, just like me, just barely 40 years old, right? Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, just just barely. The cars are. I'm not. Dan, thank you so much for being here, thank and you. nothing but the best as you uh, crank things up and lots of sunshine and, and blue skies, all right? Thank you. Yep, good stuff. Dan Del Bianco, Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. He is their executive director. Great to catch up with him. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 